Hello and welcome to the Drink In Geek Out Podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and talk about it. And we're part of the Hopped Up Network, which is a group full of wonderful podcasters because we're part of it. Our vanity comes out a lot in these episodes. <laughs> it does. Uh, it'd be good. All right, today's episode number uh, 52. 52. And we're going to be doing the uh, Black Panther, uh, which is a lovely film. Uh, and then we have more Guinness uh, brews. So let me go down, scroll down this long list of <laughs> fun <Words>. facts <laughs> for uh, this. We have the Black and Tan, the original Black and Tan. We have the Chicago Black and Tan. And then we have the Black Hearted. So those are going to be the three beers that we're going to Sounds like you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my wife would probably agree. Uh, so yeah, before we jump into the beer, we have our nerdy things and Black Panther. We've all seen Black Panther, right? Mm-hmm. I would hate to have done this episode. And, oh, yeah, we, I, I forgot to watch it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, so we saw it opening weekend. Me and my wife went to this uh, lovely place in Carmel. And it's called uh, uh, Flick's Oh, the brew house? Mm. It was wonderful. So you walk in the doors, and then there's this bar. <laughs> She's like, oh, awesome. <laughs> I forgot I was in a movie theater. I just walked up and got a beer. Uh, but apparently when you when you sit down, you're you able to be seated 30 minutes before the film starts. And mm. so then you have a, a waiter coming up to you and saying, okay, so here's the menu. When you're done with your stuff, you put it on the ledge in front of you so they people can, like, know walk, they just like, walk through and pick things just up. Just grab and go. Oh, that's pretty cool. So look at the menu. Order a beer. Order appetizer. Order a meal. And then before the film started, we all got our food. Nice. Whoa. It was actually pretty cool. It was almost like beer pub style of food. Uh, yeah. Pizzas, flatbreads, you know. Like Nothing like silverware because I think the clanking of like <laughs> yeah. dishes would probably yeah, I mean, be distracting. They, 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 they did have some silverware, but we, we got a pizza. like So we didn't really need right. yeah. silverware. So it was actually cool. really cool. I had a couple beers. and Did they have a Black Panther themed beer? Because I thought yes, I they saw did. on and I had Twitter. It. I <laughs> yeah. had it. I was going to talk about it later, but I'll talk about it now since you brought it uh, up. Since I, it, was, uh, <laughs> it is an Imperial. Uh, let me pull it up on Untapped. It is an Imperial Stout. Uh, what, it's like Wakanda Imperial or something like that. I forget the name of it specifically. Hmm. Uh, but it was really good. Because yeah, I feel like they do new themed beers for every release. Mm-hmm. Like new movie a, release. They had a few, and they had a couple old ones on there as well. That I was like, why are you not like up to date? <laughs> like, I I like that you have this, but why do you have that one? Um, I don't want it? the Terminator beer from. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> you would think they would have to make a beer for the big releases, otherwise yeah, for whatever that reason I did not check would it in. stay there forever. Gross. Let me find it on. Gross. <laughs> I should have checked it in. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Wakanda. Well, it's hard to check in a beer oh, during a movie. Yeah, that's that really hard. It's called the Wakanda Shake Shake. It's a shake, shake. it's a Russian imperial stout. Ooh, it's got uh, three point eight seven currently as its rating eight percent ABVs. Uh, I do believe, if I remember, it was seventy some IBUs. Even because it was it was really weird that it was seventy, but because as a a Russian, a but it was imperial. Stout, yeah. Uh, so it was, was kind of cool. Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, it as what it's called. It's a chocolate milkshake. Imperial. Oh, black that sounds IPA. awesome. So that's why it was seventy because it was a black IPA. So it was a chocolate oh, milk style imperial black IPA. What was the ABV on it? Uh, if it's an imperial eight. eight, okay. It's right at the f- threshold. Yeah. yeah. So there would be enough that you can get the chocolate versus the bourbon. Yeah. It was pretty good. That was the second beer that I had, and I was like, I will never drink another beer. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me this right here. 
right. Uh, you guys probably didn't have as cool of a movie going story that they I don't know. Well, they do serve beer. At they the do, but it was like seven dollars for a twelve bottle. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, thank you. It was not worth it. But they had like three Floyds and stuff, which was they cool. They did. They, just, they had a couple of craft stuff. $7 a bottle, but I can get a six-pack for almost that. And it was hilarious because the craft stuff was the same price as like Bud Light, Budweiser, yeah. and Blue Moon and all that. And I'm like, it's all the same price. It should be like $3, $4 mm-hmm. more expensive. Uh, if I'm going to buy beer, I'll grab the craft yeah, stuff. Yeah. Right. Give, give me that stuff. Uh, so what do you thought? What did you think? Uh, let's talk about the creation first, and then we'll get to the Then we'll get to our opinions. Thing. I just want to jump right into it. I know. There's so, so much. <laughs> but I want to hear Keith's glorious reading voice. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's right. All right, let's go. As I put everyone to sleep. <laughs> Black Panther is a fictional superhero appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. The character was created by writer-editor Stan Lee and writer-artist Jack Kirby. I of course. Who are these guys again? <laughs> First appearing in Fantastic Four number 52 in 66 in the Silver Age of comic books. Black Panther is the first superhero of the African descent in mainstream American comics, having debuted years before early African-American superheroes such as Marvel Comics' The Falcon, 1969, and Luke Cage, 1972, or DC Comics' Jon Stewart in the role of Green Lantern in 71. The Black Panther storyline, which ran through 13 issues of the Jungle Action series, number 6 through 18, is considered to be Marvel Comics' first graphic novel. The Black Panther's name predates the October 1966 founding of the Black Panther Party. Though not the Black Panther logo of the party's predecessor, the Lowlands County Freedom Organization, LCFO, nor the segregated World War II Black Panther's tank battalion. Stan Lee, co-creator of the comic, denied that the comic was named after any of the political uses of the term Black Panther, including the LCFO, citing a strange coincidence. In a guest appearance in Fantastic Four number 119 in February 72, the Black Panther briefly tried using the name Black Leopard to avoid connotations with the party, but the new name did not last. The character's name was changed back to Black Panther in Avengers 105, with T'Challa explaining that renaming himself made as much sense as altering the Scarlet Witch's name, which, and he is not a stereotype. Alright, so his hmm. first appearance... Fantastic Four, number 52, in 1966, as he previously stated. Uh, In his first published appearance, now adult T'Challa invites the American superhero team, the Fantastic Four, to Wakanda, then attacks an attempt to neutralize them individually in order to test himself to see if he is ready to battle Claw, or Ulysses Claw, who had replaced his shattered right hand with a sonic weapon made of uh, vibranium from Mm -hmm. Wakanda. That he stole. That he stole. Uh, for well, actually, it was a, a mining tool that they used mm-hmm. to you know get the vibranium. Uh, for their part, the four managed to rally in. Uh, I don't know what that stymie. word. Stymie. Stymie. <laughs> what does that even mean? To stop, I believe. <laughs> it's a. To hurt. It's know. a word smart from way Wikipedia. to <laughs> smart way to say stop. It's a word from Wikipedia. <laughs> I have a master's degree in computer science. I don't need to know words. English. English. I don't need to know words. I only know HTTP. <laughs> Not even yeah. accurate. <laughs> I know HTML. I know, other, I know other acronyms. <laughs> All right, so for their part, the four managed to rally and stymie T'Challa and a team <laughs> countered attack, enabling the impressed king to stand down and explain himself to the team's satisfaction. After the ruler makes proper amends to the four, they befriend and help T'Challa, and he turns and aids them against the supervillain, the Psycho Man. Psycho Man. So original. 
<laughs> so it's usually all the names. There we go. You said you wanted to do I'll do, I mean, I can't read as well as you guys. <laughs> Obviously, listeners know. But So this will be more of a discussion <laughs> than me telling a story. <laughs> the Black Panther is a ceremonial title given to the chief of the Panther tribe of the advanced nation of Wakanda. In addition to ruling the country, he is also chief to various tribes, collectively referred to as the Wakandans. Uh, Wakandans. <laughs> The panther habit is a symbol of office head of state, and it's used even during diplomatic missions. The panther is a hereditary title, but one must still earn it. In the distant, pa- in the distant past, a meteorite made of the fictional vibra- vibration-absorbing mineral vibranium crashed in Wakanda and was unearthed, reasoning that outsiders would exploit Wakanda for the valuable resource the ruler, King T'Chaka, who was played by, I don't know, John Connie. Yeah, I think this is what it is. <laughs> He's the old version. Yeah, and then his son, if I remember correctly, John Connie's son played the younger version. Oh, that's pretty cool. It was, no, it was Force Whitaker's son plays oh, oh. young Force Whitaker in the movie. Um, I thought maybe that's the fun fact that I... Uh, Antwandwa Connie played the young version of T'Chaka. Like his father and other Panthers before him, concealed this country from the outside world. T'Chaka's first wife, Nayami, died while in labor with T'Challa. And the second wife, Ramonda, who was played by Angela Bassett, who is... They kind of cut out the whole first wife storyline. So mm-hmm. Ramonda is just T'Challa's mm-hmm. mother. Uh, and taken prisoner by Anton Pretor- Pretorius during visit to her homeland of South Africa. So... For the most of his childhood, T'Challa was raised by his father alone. T'Chaka was murdered by the adventurer Ulysses Claw, who was played by Andy Serkis in the movie, but was not the person that murdered him in the movie. Mm-hmm. He was murdered by, in Civil War, whoever that character's name was. I don't remember. Yeah. I'm sure we talked about it on that episode. <laughs> um, an attempt to seize the Vibranium Mound. With the people still in danger, a young T'Challa and Claw's sound weapon on Claw's, um, on Claw and his men, shattering Claw's right hand and forcing him to flee. T'Challa was next in line to be king of Wakanda and Black Panther, but until he was ready to become the leader of the nation, his uncle, Sayan, I don't know, I don't speak African, <laughs> T'Chaka's younger brother, um, but in the movie... Najobu, played by Sterling K. Brown, is T'Chaka's younger brother. So mm-hmm. they kind of rewrote that history. Right. Successfully passed the trials to become the Black Panther. While on his Wakanda walkabout right uh, of passage, T'Challa met and fell in love with a apparent orphan teen, Aurora Monroe, who would grow up to become X-Men member Storm. Obviously, this didn't happen because Storm is still owned by Fox. The two broke off their relationship due to the desire to avenge his father's death and become the type of man who could suitably lead Wakanda, but they would see each other over the years when they could. T'Challa earned the title and attributes of the Black Panther by defeating the various champions of the Wakanda tribes. One of the first acts was to disband the exile of Hatut Zaraz, the Wakanda secret police and its leader, his adopted brother, Hunter, the white wolf. And if you stay tuned after the credits, we see 
Sebastian Stan, aka Winter Soldier, be mm-hmm. called the White Wolf. Yep. Spoiler. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He sold off small portions of vibranium to scientific institutions around the world, amassing a fortune which he used to arm himself with advanced technology. Later, to keep peace, he picked uh, <laughs> Dora Milaje, the adored ones, in quotes, from rival tribes to serve as his personal guard and ceremonial wives in training. I feel like that's like um, the women with the staves that were yeah. like protecting them. He then studied abroad for time before returning to his kingship. Hmm. Right. So the cast we got going for the movie, uh, besides the people I already mentioned, yeah, right. besides the people we have, um, uh, Eric Killmonger, who was played by Michael B. Johnson. With Jordan. 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 You always do that. <laughs> yeah. Every time. I always correct you. Michael every, B. Johnson. Every movie we've ever talked about. <laughs> ah, The Human Torch, Michael B. Johnson. <laughs> the Human Torch, uh, Captain America. Yeah. Uh, Chris yeah. Evans. Michael B. Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> I think he, I thought he did a really He was great. Job. He did a great job. Uh, I left the movie theater thinking that if this was told in Eric Killmonger's perspective he would have been the hero the american hero Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i I said the same thing like one small change if he wasn't like angry so angry he could have been the hero of the story but Mm -hmm. since he was so mad he kind of let that Mm -hmm. overtake and he just wanted to kill people right and not going through spoilers since this movie is fresh about two weeks three weeks yeah it'll be about about a month about five a month. weeks now yeah. <laughs> yeah, about a month but it's still at the same time you don't want to spoil it for too many people who haven't really gotten to the theater yet or <laughs> or sitting uh, in the room with us possibility i think too. that the 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 downfall of eric killmonger was not seeing like the consequences mm-hmm. of what mm-hmm. he was trying to do. Uh, his his initial, I think his initial mission, success. Right. What he tried to do afterwards is kind of what led to his downfall. And of course, everyone was cheering for the Black Panther to complete what he was really doing. But if it was written in his perspective, I think we would all be like, yep. yeah, like I don't yeah. see what's be wrong a with that. Different story. Wakanda's not that great of a place. They're all about building walls and like, Protecting Keeping everybody else out. And mm-hmm. This man who is... He, they killed his father. <laughs> like He deserves yeah. to, you know, do stuff. So, they I made, say stuff. They like also him. abandoned him, like, all yeah. alone. Yeah, they leave him. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Fuck them. Go there, kill them. <laughs> all about it. True hero. Uh, Zuri, true hero. <laughs> yeah, true hero. Uh, Zuri, uh, his role was just basically as the... The priestess, or the yeah. priestess, the priest. He started out like as the spy for yeah. T'Chaka, mm-hmm. and then he controlled the powers of the Black Panther, mm-hmm. and he controlled all the duels and all that stuff. Um, I honestly felt like his his role in the movie was minor, even though it yeah, was, it was pretty minor. It's kind of bad because you know you're paying money for Forrest Whitaker, <laughs> and like this minor role for it. Uh, Lupita. Uh, I thought she did really good, like her role. She's mm-hmm. great. All the women in this movie were amazing. Yeah, it was just they did a great job. I mean, I'll just take a step back and say that you know this is Marvel's first all black cast mm-hmm. minus Everett Ross, and <laughs> uh, really step in a very good positive direction. Right. 
Um, and even like strong women in this movie too. There's not been a lot to suffer like Black Widow, but she's yeah. been very minor. Well, she's getting her own movie. It's true. Mm. So pretty excited about, about damn that. time. I know, right? Uh, my favorite character, the next one that's on this list, is Shuri. Yeah, I think that's like everyone's favorite character. Yeah, I don't understand why everyone thinks they're they're the favorite, but I can tell you right now, which I fucking <laughs> love her. Like, just she's crazy. She's very, you know, technical. She's funny. Savvy. She's smart. Mm-hmm. Smart. Um, she's badass. Even though like her brother is gonna be king, she still pokes at him mm-hmm. and she doesn't yep. give a shit. I just love it. The other nations don't really like her because she's kind of stepping out of line with the rituals and right, like more technology based yeah. and yeah, yeah, absolutely. But overall, I think that she plays a huge role in survival of Wakanda with the technology that she is uh, doing. And then we have the three names on here that I don't know who they are. <laughs> Akoya is played by Denai, who is Michonne in The Walking Dead. She's like the main. Oh, she's the, the, main, the main like guard of guard the throne. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, she did really well. Uh, Wakobu is the, her husband, the guy that rides oh. the rhinos around. Yeah, yeah. the rhino guy. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> the easy way to remember that guy. The and then, yeah, the Mabuku is the, the, gorilla, of the gorilla tribe. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I just his role in it was pivotal. Mm-hmm. Very. It was it was awesome. There was a line. Your muffs, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically. When the the mother, uh, Angela Bassett, Bassett mm-hmm. and Cherie were talking to uh, the gorilla about how to, you know, get help for Wakanda, mm-hmm. Everett Ross starts talking and he shuts, shuts him, him up. up. Yes. Like, Don't talk to me. <laughs> Don't talk because, A, the women are talking. Yeah. And you're trying to talk. And over you're them. an outsider, also. You're an outsider. Like you are trying to basically take over the scene mm-hmm. as a white male. Mm-hmm. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. No one asked you. And then he said he'd feed him to his children. But <laughs> <laughs> he starts laughing. Start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We're vegetarian. <laughs> and then, of course, Everett Ross yeah. is in there. And, yeah. Uh, Martin Freeman did. I thought a pretty good. I job. think he was good. Yeah. yeah. And. I like the joke, the Tolkien white guys, uh, because because <laughs> <laughs> one's the Hobbit and one's Gollum, the only two white people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Tolkien white guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, I'll just start. I think that this movie, like I've you know previously said that all black cast first mm. for Marvel step positive direction, breaking records at the yeah. box office. Box one office too, billion huh? as of like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just is unreal how great of a movie this was. Uh, I have a friend who is a psychology uh, PhD, and she said that as soon as she walked out of the movie theater, she's like, "I need to organize group discussions on this." <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of aspects to this, that and I've seen a lot of school field trips to see this movie too, which is crazy for like a Marvel mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, it's almost like that one movie with the the African American coders. Oh, uh, back what the fifties? I remember I the name yeah. of that was, but that was showed over and over in some schools when mm-hmm. it first mm-hmm. came out. I feel like this is going to be something similar, maybe clips from this. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I think you know overall, I think it was pretty good. It's I feel like it's a Marvel movie that actually has reference to what's going on in exactly society yeah. right now, mm-hmm. like building walls and stuff. Keeping out refugees probably has a lot to do with the director. Really right, mm-hmm. they got an actual black to start, guy to direct a movie. Start discussion, so that's good. Was it a black guy or a black woman? It was a black guy. Okay, he's only done two movies before this, uh, 
both starring Michael B. Jordan Creed and Fruitville Station or something. Mm. It's crazy. This is his third movie, and it's like amazing. I don't know who this Michael B. Jordan character is. <laughs> oh, Michael Johnson. Oh, Michael B. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> you might so know him ah, I was just so lost. <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys? Any other thoughts? No, I think it was a pretty much perfect film all around. Yeah. yeah. It was the, a great I mean, story. And... Martin Freeman, what, his character wasn't really necessary to the plot, I don't think. Like, no, but I, most of these movies, there's always, you know, that I don't want to call it the, the bumbling idiot, but there's always yeah. somebody there who's kind of necessary to it. I mean, you always have that little character that's going to come in. and Martin Freeman does that out. a lot. Have you ever seen Sherlock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of funny that Doctor Strange is played by Sherlock. And now we have him in this universe, too. Yeah. Well, it was necessary, I think. Uh, favorite scenes? Oh, you always do that, and I never know what to say. I know. <laughs> I always, I always <laughs> yeah. Well, what you off. pointed out went the whole, <laughs> you are not supposed to talk here. And that, <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty funny. That's my favorite scene. Absolutely. Because yeah. <laughs> so, we knew it was going to happen. Like, oh, God, are they going to kill him? What's going to happen right here? <laughs> then they like, start laughing. I was like, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't be mad about it. <laughs> Uh, the the fight scene at the end with the I liked until they got down to the yeah. like then it became like a CGI cartoon fight. Oh, uh, the train. Yeah, I thought like all the up stuff on the land was cool. Yeah, with like the women and the guys yeah. with their like and the rhinos shield. And... Like I thought yeah. the shield things were cool. The uh, the tenacity that uh, Everett Ross showed, mm-hmm. willing he, to die to make sure yeah. that these things can get these weapons out. didn't escape. Yeah, I think that it was worth it, and I was kind of expecting more of a something to happen. But yeah. he just finished up, and he's like, "Okay, I'm done," and he just walks yeah. away. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like more pressing. Like, did they stop chasing him? <laughs> yeah, where'd you go from there? Right, I don't know, but I feel like we're not doing this movie justice. It's honestly. hard, yeah, without there, there, spoiling too much. Yeah, there's just <laughs> so much. <laughs> And since we've only seen it once, whereas I've seen these other movies that we talk about multiple Multiple times usually. So all I have to say is watch it. Yeah. It is amazing. You will not be upset. (laughs) Watch it a million times over. Because I will. (laughs) Um, Even if you don't like superheroes, I think it's still worth a watch. Right. Uh, So I'm getting a little parched. I don't know about you guys. I mean, I I could go for a beer if you have some. I think I do. I I think we get a little left. Um... You know what we do? We actually we have a we have a bass, and we also have a Guinness. Oh, what if we mix those together? <laughs> Has anybody genius. ever thought of that? Before? <laughs> genius, 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 genius plan. All right, so a little bit of history on the black and tan before we jump right into that. That's what that drink is called, by the way. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, the black and tan. Do not order a black and tan in Ireland. <laughs> Do not. No, because you're American. They'll just yeah. laugh at you and won't serve you. Um, an Irish beer poured on top of an English beer does not mix well, quote unquote. Is that like a Newcastle? <laughs> uh, this is a metaphor for Ireland and England. <laughs> Um, the black and tan is also the name of what the Irish people called, or the Irish, called the English troops that occupied Ireland in 1920 and 1921. Hmm. Their uniforms were khaki pants and dark police tops. Oh, okay. Black and tans. <laughs> and they hated them. <laughs> uh, the term likely originated in England, where customers have blended different beers since at least the 17th century. The name black and tan had early or had earlier been used to describe the coats of dogs, such as the black and tan coonhound. 
The earliest recorded usage of the term in the drink context was 1881, according to the Oxford English Dictionary, in the American magazine Puck as well. Uh, the first recorded British use of the term uh, for a drink was 1989. 18. Or, sorry, 1889. Whoa. Whoa Damn, that's, that's 100 years off there. <laughs> I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the first date. Oh, the first date. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so don't order a black and tan. Order half and half instead because they'll, they'll appreciate it a little bit better. But since we're American, we can just do whatever we want. We that's call true. half and half something different in America. Yeah. And that's coming up next. <laughs> next episode. Mm-hmm. Right. So, on to the, the black and tan. But first, a word from our sponsors? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, not sponsors, but oh, we do. our from the Hot Podcast Network. The, the better podcast out there. <laughs> or so we say. If you are looking for more beer podcasts, just like the one you're listening to right now, then head on over to hoppedupnetwork.com. We are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities. Here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find. Hi, I'm Katie. And I'm Kathy. And we are Women Drinking Beer. We drink beer, review them, and tell you about them. We cover the Twin Cities beer scene along with other favorites, as well as interviews with women in the beer industry. We upload weekly on Thursday to iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts. And we can be found drinking beer daily on social media via Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search Women Drinking Beer and look for the kiss mark on the bottle cap. So if you enjoy beer, nerdy gals, or both, we encourage you to taste along and come have a beer with us. Come have a beer with us. Right. All right, so in front of us, we have the original Black of Tan. This mixed up really quickly. <laughs> it did. So it's just like one color. Yeah, I was expecting this more of a split. Mm, this one a... didn't split. Oh, well. The spoon failed us. But then again. Again. <laughs> if you see, I'm a little bit low on my uh, Guinness intake here. <laughs> I'm right on there. And so is he. Right on that line. And I didn't spill any this time. <laughs> so. I don't know. Well, I uh, she took a sip of mine, so <laughs> he, he, you're still a little bit more. <laughs> you spilled less this time than the I previous know, times. I didn't spill any, I don't think. Nope, there's one little drop. <laughs> oh. Ah, wasted. One's better than <laughs> half off. the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Um, this one's interesting because Bass is a pale ale. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let me just adds kind of a little bit of a hoppier kick to it. It does. Not really much of a flavor. I don't think I've ever had Bass Solo, though. I don't think I have either, but there's another one in there. I'm pretty sure I've had this one, because I know we've been out to JK. JK's, and I think I've had this mix with the Bass. I know I've definitely had Harp. Yeah, but I I'm think I usually think, get Harp. I think I've had the Bass one first. So this is, it's familiar th- to me. I think it's a pretty solid mix of the two. Yeah, It kind of lightens up the Guinness. Mm. It's definitely hoppier, so. Yeah. I mean, I, I drink another one of these. <laughs> you say that about pretty much anything. You said that, yeah. you said that about the Zima. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Zima. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't end up drinking another one. So <laughs> I just didn't have another one. Oh, it's in there. It's still waiting for me. It's still waiting for me. Do you have one? Ooh, Zima and Guinness. No. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That'd be awful. That'd be terrible. I would still drink it. Because <laughs> I don't want to waste a Guinness. I mean, it doesn't really have much of a smell to it. It has a decent mouthfeel. 
it's not as smooth as a normal Guinness. It's mm-hmm. got a little more of a bite to it. Yeah, it's from the, the pale ale mm-hmm. portion. I think I have a little extra pale in mine. So. <laughs> a little extra pale? There's no pale. So there's a little bit more. There's no pale this episode. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no pales. No pales. How's the mouth feel? <laughs> Speaking of pails. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> a little bubbly. I mean, you hold it on your tongue a little bit, and then you can kind of taste the hoppy hops. Yeah. Hoppy hops, you know, professional terms. <laughs> I could probably drink it again. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of similar. Similar to the Philadelphia Black and Tan. Um, yeah, which isn't really a surprise. Because yeah. I feel like Yingling and Bass is probably not a huge difference in between. No. Yeah. One's Amber and one's Pale. Yeah, if only Kayla's name was Amber. <laughs> Amber and Pale. <laughs> <laughs> I'd put it up there, though. With I think it's better than a couple of them, but it's mm-hmm. not as good as a couple of the other ones that we've had. So it's kind of like right in the middle at this point. Right. I'm thinking of four. Yeah. Four I could easily give it a four. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's it's like really light and drinkable. I don't really have any issues with it. It's just not exactly what I was expecting it to taste like, but right. I think it's still good. For sure. So four from you, four from me. I'll give it a four. We might as well just hold hands. Hand <laughs> holding glove. I like it when we hold the hands. <laughs> Best part of my day. <laughs> well, hopefully this uh, pale ale can... Uh, Compete with the next pale ale that we have to drink. Because <laughs> we got ourselves an IPA coming up. This Ooh, one's this gonna is, be more interesting. This should be, yeah. This one is, I think, this is the other one that's new to me. Mm-hmm. Um, completely new to me. So pretty excited about it. Uh, since we finished up the beers, I'm, since I'm we, looking, some of us did. Uh, I'm looking at me and Keith here. Since we <laughs> finished these beers, uh, we can just announce and move on. Black Hearted. Yes. It is a. Mixture of Guinness poured over the top of Two Hearted from Bells. Uh, so, pretty excited to see what this tastes like. Yeah. So, let's get to the pouring. And rolling down the streets. All right. Um, next up is the Black Hearted. I'm very curious to see the difference with the IBUs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do we have those? I found, I found that. So... Going back to Bass, that's 49 IBUs with 5% ABV. Hmm. Okay. For the one in front of us, which is the two-hearted, it's 55 IBUs and 7% ABV. Ooh. Ooh. A little kick. A little, a little bit of a kick for the IBUs, but the ABV is a little Yeah. Bit. Yeah. The ABV is where the, the biggest difference is. Quite the jump. So it's going to be interesting. And we got a bigger separation this time. Yes. Definitely lighter. We can I see got bigger Guinness this time. We can see the, <laughs> the Guinness taking over the top portion, mm-hmm. and then a little bit of the IPA at the bottom. Which is fine because I can re- actually read the, the initial. Yeah, the usually we're yes. like, oh, what does it say? Who's glass? I should have used a red pen. <laughs> <laughs> but what are you going to do with the red ale? <laughs> Smarty pants, we have two red ales we're getting to. Just have to write three letters in like blue, red, and black <laughs> <laughs> on the bottom of each of these glasses. Uh, use a highlighter so it's yellow. <laughs> yes. Ooh, I can smell the two hearted in this. Mm. Yeah, that is surprising since it's at the bottom. It's way at the bottom. You, yeah. It shows up so much. Yeah, it's interesting for sure. But yeah, I definitely. I'm definitely smelling the hops. I'm not sure what hops are in a two hearted. 
I might be able to look that up. Interesting taste. Oh, wow. Ooh. That's different. It's brewed with 100% Centennial hops from the Pacific Northwest. So it's just, it's just the one hop. Honestly, I don't think I've ever had it too hard in. I don't know if I've ever had one by itself. I've had one once. Well, you went to Bell's, so it's understandable. Yes. Right. <laughs> I had a it's fresh one. To, it's hard to not. Uh, so this is just interesting all around because this is our first, you know, yeah. taste of it. It's, I don't know. I kind of like it. I'm a big fan of the hops, yeah. like, in general. So we're, this is right up my alley. Right. And it, it's muted enough with the Guinness. Yeah, it is not, not like overpowered. overpowered. But it doesn't water it down, and it doesn't really mess with the flavor a whole lot. It's almost like a, I don't want to call it a chocolatey hops, but. It definitely is interesting because I think this is the first time that I'm not, like, done with it yet. <laughs> you didn't just chug it. Still yeah. trying to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, it is a lot more interesting like than some of these where it's just like, yeah, this is good, but mm-hmm. this this has a lot more to think about. Definitely. I don't see your your score on here, so you must not have tapped it in. You're too hard in. Oh, too hard. I, I might not have. What, I was yeah. walking on a tour, and I think <laughs> I was double fisting at that time. So by the end of these multiple back. tours, I'm like, I'm not untapping anything. I'm taking it all in. Like, you went beer! To Arcadia and <laughs> oh, Bell. Arcadia, and Bells, and... Well, what was oh, it? the well. Yeah. The One Well Brewing Company. And Hannah, oh, <laughs> she went up there, too. So I got a bunch of those. Because they, they uh, that's right, actually, right there. The, that one, Dustin, you yeah. would have loved. It was a chocolate donut. Oh, Something God. they called. I didn't know what it was called because it just says Sweetwater Street. Yeah. Effing amazing. Unbelievable. It was like a, a chocolate donut, they called it, and oh, it was so good. Yeah, I have to, I'm coming up with a plan for our one year to go just to travel somewhere for like the weekend, and I don't think she'd be okay with Kalamazoo. <laughs> I, would uh, yeah. I would highly recommend. Like, for my next trip, I want to go like a brewery hopping, but I'm married to somebody that can't drink alcohol, so it's like, maybe I'll just go by myself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for my birthday, I went, you know, brewery hopping. Yeah. So maybe, maybe I can convince. Yeah, I don't know, but it's not just my day; it's our day. So yeah. we'll see. But no, this back to this. This is pretty good. Yeah, it's weird how that bitterness really stands out. Right, like it, it, it even does, but it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I love. I mean, it's like the only thing I'm really noticing that's different than the rest of these mixes. True. So that's why it stands out. The, the best part about it is it's a smooth bitter. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's a very smooth, bitter taste. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I'm so glad this followed up the bass because the bass is good. Yeah. And this is kind of like an extreme bass. Right. right. <laughs> it's even I got a fish on it. A bass is a fish, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Two-hearted. I'm trying to think. I think the fish that they have has two hearts or yeah, something. I'm I think that's one, I something guess. along those lines. I don't know what kind of fish it is. I forget the story. I was drunk by then. A trout. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. It's doing, it's doing well for now. Uh, this just makes me more curious to throw in other IPA styles. Yeah, I know. Like Since we haven't really had the two-hearted and or remember the two-hearted, that if we mix it with something like we know. Like a mosaic moon or uh, something. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that. I don't want to quite go zombie dust. I don't <laughs> think we could touch that. That I don't think yeah. that. Mm. I'm never gonna do that. 
that no, that has to stay sacred. So, <laughs> but probably the Floyd Division. Floyd Division, yes. Oh, I got number five. Well, that's house. right. You do have one of those. Yeah. Um, speaking of mixing things, I think there's a lot of possibilities that we could do with mixing things. Uh, I think I've had a like a uh, like a beef stew, a Guinness beef stew before. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, so I'll be interested to see like what kind of recipes you could possibly come up with. It's funny that you mentioned that, Dustin. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I have 14 ways to cook with Guinness that I 14. found. 14 different ways. And this first one, black and tan brownies. Oh, my gosh. So it's like Guinness and what's this the is part? peanut butter? Eventually, well, Guinness stout and half harp. They mentioned harp for their oh, black okay. and tan here. So, I don't know, maybe this website doesn't quite have it right, but. <clears throat> um, maybe they don't want to say half and half brownies. <laughs> Too many ads loading right now. Give me a second. I'm trying to find the recipe. There it is. One little link. Uh, that's one. And then we have like spicy bacon and brew muffins. Ooh. I mean, neat. The beef and Guinness stew. There we go. That's that what you're talking good. about. Complex flavors from caraway seeds, sweet raisins, and full-bodied Guinness draft pays home homage, 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 homage to the best of Irish cooking. Um, hearty beef and stout stew, so a, bit, a little bit of a different take. White bean chili with corn chip crunch. Mm. Guinness braised chuck steaks with horseradish mashed potatoes. Mm. <laughs> That one sealed it for me. It uh, It sounds like. After initial braising, cook this tasty meal low and slow while you wait in mounting and mouth-watering anticipation. I've had beer brats before, but about like a Guinness brats. Throw that in the crock pot. Mm. Oh, Oh my God. Let that soak in. (laughs) I'm doing it. Because we've uh, we've done uh, like a beer mac and cheese. Mm. So we've done it with um, Taxman. Oh, damn, Ooh. that would be good. Or we grab the, I think it was one of the blondes, I forget like the name of it, taxation, or, or deduction. Yeah, deduction, deduction yep. yep. Took deduction and used that in our cheese sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be good. And none of my family ate it, so me and but you I got all this <laughs> Got it all. So we go to Lyato Brewing a lot, and mm-hmm. like all of their desserts are made with some of their beers. So we went last week, and we had the Stout Brownies. And then this week we had the IPA lemon cookie bars, and it's like, mmm. Just make Is everything. Is able to eat any of that? She's not supposed to, but she still does. <laughs> <laughs> does she still get sick after eating that stuff? Um, well, she stopped her allergy shots because it doesn't. Her uh, new insurance doesn't cover them, mm-hmm. so she's fine now. But if she was doing her shots, it would have been an overload, and she usually like go home and. Okay, so they only use like, one cup of the Guinness Stout in those brownies, so mm. it's just kind of like, oh yeah, we put it in there, but fuck that whole yeah, bottle's going in. Yeah, put a bottle of it. I think we used um, two or three cans of the deduction in our beer cheese, but oh, asked for one. Yeah, just cut out some or add, a, cut out some of the other liquids and replace them. Because it was asking for something weird, like the only beer that I could find that would match what they were asking for was like Warsteiner. Mm-hmm. I like, mm, like Warsteiner. Well, I bought a bottle of it, but how about we try deduction? Instead? Yeah, I don't drink the Warsteiner by myself. <laughs> so, ooh, here we have a beef mushroom and Guinness pie. 
Wait, what? Kind of like a shepherd's like a, pie? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That would be good. I love shepherd's pies. <laughs> Guinness bread? I love beer bread. I can only imagine. I've never tried it with like a stout or anything. Guinness corned beef. <laughs> oh, Couldn't yeah. get any more Irish. Yeah. <clears throat> I like it. Corned beef and hash. Guinness and chocolate cheesecake. <sighs> yeah, putting Guinness and chocolate together. Yeah. Dark Ooh. Guinness brownies. Ooh. <laughs> you know, when you said the, the beer brats, you know, mm-hmm. you, you wanted to do a stout brats. My first thought I thought of was, how about you do that with bangers and mash? Mm-hmm. Bangers and mash. Even better. Excuse me while I clean myself up. <laughs> <laughs> All there's, the drools dripping There's so much that you can use. Oh, my gosh. Right. So, yeah, I might, I might have to uh, divulge in these recipes. I wonder if Guinness has, like, their own cookbook. Um, or there's probably a Pinterest page. <laughs> uh, Guinness does have their own recipes, but unfortunately their website does oh, not seem to be working. Shit. So they have recipes and pairings and where to pair all this stuff up and what to pair it with. I just found the Guinness um, milkshake, root beer float. Oh, yes. Guinness and ice cream on the same day. We're friends suggested putting the ice cream and pouring the Guinness. Mm-hmm. There's a picture of it. It looks like heaven. Yeah, it is. <sighs> you know what? You I always it? thought the Guinness float was. Uh, yeah. Half that Bailey's, half Guinness. That's what I always thought the <laughs> Guinness float was. And there's the yeah, Irish, Irish car bomb. Of course, that shows up. Yeah. I had a Boilermaker. Guinness Dogs. What's in a Boilermaker? Whiskey? Is whiskey in a Boilermaker? It's, whis- it's whiskey and a light beer. Okay, yeah. It, or, it's a whiskey. Whiskey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brian Whiskey. I've had those <laughs> a lot of times. So I had a, a pint of PBR. <laughs> so I, I did not elect for a light beer. I just got a, a pint of PBR and a shot at JMO. Mm. And just threw the shot glass mm. in there. <laughs> Tilt it back. <laughs> put it on Snapchat. In our Pierre's days, we used to make whiskeys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was what I named them. We just put whiskey in our beers to get drunk before we go to Pierre's. <laughs> so I get these whiskeys down. Whiskey. That was good. <laughs> Beer whiskeys, whiskeys. Yeah, I mean that's essentially a car. Uh, yeah, car Wait, I didn't chug it though. Oh, I fucking chugged. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I was so hammered that night. I'm not a chugger. I always it. There's not enough space. It just comes right back. If I try to chug anything, yeah. yep. I mean, it it was trivia night, and so I was six or seven beers in by that time. Mm-hmm. And then as I was closing my tab, I was like, "Anthony, give me a boilermaker." <laughs> close my tab. He's like, "Coors or PBR?" I was like, "Fucking PBR." Right. And he's like, "All right, so the whiskey you just want JML, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "All right, cool." Mm-hmm. He's the type of bartender that you know knows people who walk in the door. <laughs> So he'll always say something to me. Uh, the general manager will come out of, you know, just hiding and come and sit down with us and talk. That's cool. Uh, the Even the uh, the chef, Glenn, will come out and talk with us. Because the one night I was there, my dad was down with us. And my dad's a huge Cubs fan. And Glenn, the chef, is a huge Cubs fan. There you go. And so we're talking. Uh, but funny story about that, because while my dad was in town, I was talking to him about my chiropractor who was married to Lindsay Sandberg, who is Ryan Sandberg's daughter. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so my dad was looking into that type of stuff and just kind of interested in seeing that. So I brought that up with my chiropractor and told him, yeah, my dad was super excited to hear that you were, you know, related to Ryan Sandberg. He's like, all right, cool. You know, the next time he's in town, remind me and I'll get you a baseball. Whoa! I'm like really? He's like, yeah, no. 
like Ryan loves doing stuff like that. That's awesome. So my dad is, if he, I don't think he listens, but my dad's gonna get <laughs> himself a baseball from Ryan Sandberg. Oh, that's awesome. So even though I'm a Reds fan, I think that's fucking cool. That oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I think that's absolutely cool. Fuck the Cubs, but it's cool. Chocolate beer cupcakes with whiskey filling and Irish cream icing. That <laughs> let's uh They're made from scratch with a stout <laughs> beer, then filled with an Irish whiskey chocolate filling and topped with some Irish cream icing icing. Icing icing. I have the recipe right here. I'm gonna make these. We'll have to do uh, like a special episode where we eat <laughs> like the bangers and mash with oh, the kids. We should do a beer themed food episode. Uh, yeah, and then, and then pair it with some other drinks. This is brilliant. We got a two year anniversary coming up. Like all our good ideas, <laughs> all our good ideas come when we drink. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast, and we forget about them. Yeah, so we go back and listen to these episodes. To to <laughs> this is brilliant. Uh, all right. Well, it looks like we're going to be moving on real quick. We got to rate this one. Yeah. Oh, that's we do have to. <laughs> you kind of got off track. We did quite a bit. Um, um, I'm giving mine a four and a half because I love like the hops mix with this the uh, Guinness. Yeah. Just like, I mean, hops are more my thing than yours. Right. It's more into the stout realm. Stuff, yeah. So yeah. that's why I'm loving this one like the most. I think it's better than the bass, and I put that at a four, and I don't do quarters I have, <laughs> so this has got to be a five for me. Wow. Because it's better than the four, and, you know, we're just making bullshit scales. Right <laughs> yeah. Now. It's not official if it's not untapped. All right. That's pretty good. This is really good. Like I said, this is just opening up a whole new world. Like, oh, I'm going to mix this with so many, any, yeah, with so many other things. Um, I'll go four and a half. I mean, this was good. Definitely. I, I would go one click higher. I want to have a Bell's Two Hearted just by itself again uh, yeah. to get get to a get reacquainted with that, that taste sense. to kind of to wage it. But right now, just out of pure flavor and my enjoyment of it, I would drink these all day. So it's probably our problem because we've never had. You're right. Part of that we know of that I can remember. Well, I can't really remember what a Guinness tastes like by itself. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. We'll do it maybe next episode. <laughs> maybe at the last. Yes. <laughs> like, wait, this is a Guinness? I thought what? it was something else this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next beer on our list is the Chicago Black and Tan, which is made from Goose Island and Guinness. The thing that I don't know, and I may have to look this up, is I I was under the impression it's 312. Mm-hmm. But it's probably the Goose Island IPA. IPA. Ooh. And so I brought 312. According to the list you gave us, it said 312. Well, so. 312. 312 is how they pronounce it. 312. 312. Okay. Well, um, if that's the case, then we're getting a wheat. But Which it, wouldn't be bad because the blue moon right, in that essence. Right, yeah, right, right, right. But we would have had an all IPA if I would have brought it. That would have been interesting, too. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I, You know, you guys can correct us if we're wrong. But the list that I got said 312. Uh, the bartender who poured me a Chicago gave me Goose Island IPA. And this is after I bought this, so I was like, I can't go back now. Yeah. Either way, it's still Chicago. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is still. So we're going to be drinking the Goose Island in the memory. I don't know, memory. The, 
the <laughs> out of respect right, to of. you women drinking beer because <laughs> I forget if it was Katie whose first beer was a Goose Island. Oh, so, yeah. I don't remember either. Uh, I think it was Katie. So this is for you, Katie. Uh, salute to you. <laughs> Uh, and we'll get to, to that in a moment. But before we do that, uh, one of us, maybe Keith, will tell you how to find us on social medias. Because social medias are good. <laughs> While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, DrinkInGeekOut.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at DrinkInGeekOut at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content. Find us there at patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. Alright, so we have, like I was saying earlier, I don't know if I'm doing it right, but I have Goose Island. It's still an interesting mix either way. Yeah, 312. It is their wheat. And their Chicago style wheat um, and the Guinness. So, pretty excited about it. Uh, when I was at the pub a couple weeks ago, I actually had the bartender give me the Goose Island IPA. So, I think that he had a better understanding because at that time I didn't know Bass was an IPA. I just thought it was a regular ale, you know? Yeah. So, I was like, oh, yeah, Goose is fine. So, maybe it was my mistake. I don't I know. I don't know. But either. I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, during the commercial break, Saf said something about having information. Well, I was just going to point out. Since we already talked about Bass and Two Hearted, that 312 is 18 IBUs and only a 4.2 ABV. So very light. Very Yeah. There's no IBUs, basically. <laughs> Might as well say zero when it's at 18. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Might as well round down. <laughs> so I've had 312 several times. Yeah. And I, I remember it as being very light. Definitely it's a very summer easy beer. Drink, yeah. We actually had three one two a bunch when we were downtown. Yeah, for at that, the uh, mm-hmm. block party, whatever the yeah, the whatever where they shut down Calhoun mm-hmm. Street. Yep. Uh, the only thing they had on tap was like three one two. Yeah, it's like three one two or beer, bud or Coors. Yeah. Hmm. So. Decisions, decisions. <laughs> they may be all owned, owned by basically the same yeah, true. monolith, but <laughs> it's right. this one has more flavor than both of those combined. That's Absolutely, for sure. Yeah. I just was happy I was able to go into Pine Slice. They were, yeah. They shut the road down, but you still go in there and get food. I'm like, mm, yep. I'm gonna go do that or beer, but it's more expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We already paid for the street mm-hmm. here, so <laughs> might as well. All right, we got we got a pretty decent pour for yeah. some of us. Yeah. <laughs> Two out of three, ain't bad. <laughs> I mean, the way that you look at it, I was first, Saf was second, yeah. Keith was last. I, I as got well. the. But he, mine didn't go all the way to the line. I think I did end up pouring more into his. That's what it looks like. I mean, I can still kind of see the three one two at the bottom. Yeah, it's yeah. lighter at the bottom. I definitely got more Guinness this time, so got mixed up. A I guess bit. it's just making up for previous times. <laughs> it's all good. It's all even itself out. <laughs> so, do we? Did we smell anything special? Just a little bit of wheaty, you know. That that's yeah, you get. like you know when you drink a hefeweizen. Yep, you know, you that's that yeah, that's what I get. Which is which is fine because you can't really smell stout. Period. Mm-hmm. There's not much of a nose on Guinness. I feel like if I made a, a beer bread, it would smell like this. Yeah. yeah. Very smooth. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's actually very refreshing compared to having two IPAs or two mm-hmm. pale ales back to back. Having some kind of like uh, change. It's like like lemony notes or something. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. 
or some citrusy. kind of citrus. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe not lemon, but very weird mix. Then having citrus plus uh, yeah some stout. Can't entirely complain about it. I guess uh, three one two has a fruity ale flavor. So fruity. <laughs> hmm. Definitely noticing a difference though between. Didn't we have a wheat beer the first episode? Yeah. Blue Moon. Oh, yeah, the Blue Moon. Yeah, there's definitely a difference between that. Like, you could barely taste the Blue Moon. Yeah. Whereas this, you're really tasting the, the mm-hmm. Citro weird taste. Not that the weird, not that the Citro, the fruity flavor is weird in the beer. It's just when you're drinking it with a stout, it's kind it of It does. It kind of stands out. I want to say this does taste familiar. Like, I've had a lot of the, um, not so much Scotch ales, but some of the porters and that are, like, so... I don't want to call them watered down. Like they have just that little hint of a traditional porter, but they're not quite thick enough. Like they didn't add enough to it. And this is what it kind of reminds me of. A little bit of that. Tastes like one of those black IPAs that are popular these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what I was <clears> thinking of. I don't know. I'm kind of thinking of like chocolate covered fruits. Like yeah, I've had yeah. a couple of stouts were like you know chocolate, chocolate covered strawberries, strawberries or you know chocolate covered whatever orange. And, in our next episode, we're actually going to have the, oh, the noted chocolate-covered cherries. Cherry. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not completely strange, but at the same time, you're just thinking, oh, yeah, like, this kind of tastes like a, a fruit plus chocolate, you know, like you have tangerine or some sort. This chair is super squeaky. Yeah, we, <laughs> should probably, we can switch out the chairs. I think I switched that once before. <laughs> I just noticed, like, when you move, it's like... Yeah, I've been trying to not move too much. <laughs> I think that's the non-squeaky chair. I put the squeaky one in the corner because no one usually sits there when somebody goes over. It's I know, these three seats. always my... Seat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kneel. <laughs> kneel before Zah. I can go get that wooden chair. That hmm? one's squeaking all. Uh, <laughs> I got a nice little pad on the bottom of that. But uh, the 312 has Cascade hops. Oh. Hmm. As opposed to the Centennial hops from the previous one. Yeah, I mean, if you have a Centennial, I feel like you're going to be more of the IPA brand. Yeah, I know. Flavor-wise. I just don't know. Like, it, well, it's a pale wheat ale, so it's kind of like a oh, mixture yeah. of pale ale and a wheat. So, I mean, this episode has been really good. We've had a pale ale, an IPA, yeah, and, and a then wheat. a wheat pale, or pale wheat. Wheat, wheat pale. <laughs> this is a, a pale wheat, so whenever... Uh, pale is uh, eating bread <laughs> <laughs> or cereal grits. He's uh, grits. Wheat. I like this. It's very relaxing. I'm. I would I'm, add I'm, this to my summer list to be like buy Guinness during the summer and some three one two or like any like I'll mix it with anything like just any kind of light beer and see what it tastes like. Yeah, this, I mean it's definitely interesting because you don't think about buying Guinness over the summer. Mm. Uh, just mix it with any of your summer beers. Mm-hmm. Your summer shandy, maybe. Ooh, a little lemon to it. I wonder what. I, that I wonder. We'll see. Maybe mixing maybe, it with the cherry wheat and see kind of how that goes, and then go into the lemon after that. Yeah, or we just stick with the summer ale from Sam Adams and don't go to Line and Kugel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. Uh, it's definitely. Definitely up there, pretty mm-hmm. quality. I'm I'm a pretty big fan of all three of the ones we've had this episode. Yeah, it's a pretty good episode so far. And I have more Guinness in mind, so <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely definitely good. So I can only imagine what your guys' taste mm-hmm. like. Uh, pretty. You want the last swallow? Oh, it's all good. <laughs> I mean, 
this is probably 75% mix, yeah. 25% backwash. <laughs> you know, you'd like it. It's all you. Okay. We hold hands. We don't need to change <laughs> <this>. Swap, <laughs> Swap tongues. <laughs> it's the tongue touching club. That's only when we get all fives. <laughs> I would never vote a five. <laughs> You've done two fives this episode. I know. I mean, in these episodes I do, but I'm not ever going to do five in an actual episode. Yeah. I'm not touching tongues with pale. <laughs> Gross. Where's the tongue, man? <laughs> you have a wife and kids. <laughs> Probably eating old macaroni off your kid's plate because that's your form of dinner for the night. <laughs> Gross. Oh. All right. So, Dustin, since you're the first one done, I'll ask you first. What are you giving this score-wise? Well, since I'm not doing quarters or halves, <laughs> it's really hard. <laughs> I guess. We'll, we'll wait until the next episode. Then you can start adding that. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm going to stick with a four, probably. I mean, of the three that I'm going to be reaching for, probably if I'm just going to hang out and drink five or six of them, this would be it. Yeah, yeah this one's probably the going, easier drinking. Yeah, well, of this size. If I'm drinking like two or three pints, maybe it would be that. But it's not going to be the one that I get one drink, make it count. I'm going to make mm-hmm. it probably too hearted of the ones they were drinking. Oh yeah, the these three. So probably gonna be four, with the hopes of having it like you know two five or point five or point seven five. But it's not quite up there with the yeah. Two mm-hmm. So did we give two hearted four and a half? Is that what you we and I gave, gave it? it a four and a half? Okay, then I'll go four. <laughs> Because I agree with that statement. It's like a little bit less, but like summertime, I'll drink these. But like I said, in this whole grand scheme of listing of these, there would be ones if I go to a bar, this would be more towards the bottom, but I would not be upset if I grabbed no, this. No, is, you wouldn't be mad about it? Is that what you're saying? I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad about it. Like, <laughs> you don't have this, you don't have this, you don't have this, you don't have this. I don't want to be mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's spilling over into our vernacular. Um, I'm going to go with 4.5 also. <laughs> No, I mean four. Straight fours. All fours all around. Hand hold. I just grab little fingers. <laughs> yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Two Hearted's my favorite so far of this, I mean, this, this episode. Yeah. But this one's definitely very drinkable. And I wouldn't be mad if I had it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It just has just a great mouthfeel. <laughs> those those wor- that your phrase has a great mouthfeel when it comes out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, it just comes right up the <laughs> All right. Well, I think we yeah. The, overall, uh, this episode was really good. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Uh, these selections. The last one we had, we had shakes, but finished strong with the blacksmith. Yes. Yes. Uh, but this has been good. I can't wait till next week. We got a few. I'm curious what up. what do we have next week? Oh, I do. I do know that we have the half and half discussion. Right. So we're gonna have lovely half and half, uh, followed up by chocolate covered cherries, mm. <laughs> and then we have the counterpart to the blacksmith, and this is gonna be the black and garnets. I don't know what that is. Oh, that one would be Guinness and Killians. Oh, yes, I'm excited for Killians. that. Yeah, Killians. I'm excited for all of these. 
Uh, funny story, and I'll get into this further the next episode. <laughs> I think it's something we didn't mention, but what is everybody else's favorite mix out there? I mean, let us know on our social oh, yeah. media and whatnot. Hit us up and on Twitter. Maybe we didn't try, and we can attempt to do in the future. <laughs> yeah. What's the uh, hashtag? We should <laughs> hashtag, hashtag Guinness mix. Guinness mix. Digo. <laughs> Digo mix. <laughs> That way we can look it up and find it. Okay. Uh, little side note, I had a friend, after I told him that we were making these things, he started trying all these mixes, and he told me to uh, try dogfish head. Hmm. And then immediately afterwards, probably 20 minutes, don't try dogfish head. <laughs> he must have tried it. <laughs> the, the, no, the 120. Oh, okay. He said, do the, the what is the 90 or the whatever, mm-hmm. the dogfish original IPA, but don't do the 120. Yeah, I looked at them, because like, they, were, they were in the singles pack, I was like... Oh man, I wonder what those would taste like because I was looking for something with a fish on it because I know too hard it had a fish on it, and those were the only ones I could find. Yeah, so definitely, uh, definitely interested. If you, yeah, if you guys have a favorite mix, make sure you ping us on Twitter or Instagram. Mm-hmm. We'll be totally happy to go over it and look into it. Um, so uh, maybe, maybe we'll try it on a future. Yeah, you know what? That's fine. If not, then we'll just try it because <laughs> we like alcohol. So definitely. <laughs> also true. Try it. So true. Uh, if you guys decide to try any of the uh, foods pairings or any of the food mm-hmm. recipes, also let us know. Yeah, or this. something we didn't read. Yeah, let we, us know. Definitely. Uh, so, from here, us here, from us here, at <laughs> to here, us and us before. Until next time. Until next time. Drink, drink up, up and, and geek, geek out. out. Yeah, what she said. Maybe next episode we'll all say it at the same time. You know what? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. We'll get maybe. it down. I need this written down. <laughs> it is written down. You just got to scroll down a little bit I just have to farther. read. I don't, I don't do this stuff. I feel like I do enough. I don't get paid enough to read. I don't get paid at all to read. Proud member of the Hopped Up Network. I've got a lot of sentences written for this one. There's the button. There's a lot. So who's reading one? Want me to read? You're going to leave a majority of it. (laughs) Radio voice. One, two, three. I'll I'll read the first three. (laughs) Just let me know. (laughs) I'll do the character history part because that's really just a discussion. Yeah. Okay. Hello and welcome. (laughs) I can't do it with a live studio audience. I think I got pressure now. <laughs> I usually cut out the intro and put in my That's, pre-recorded yeah. one anyways, so I'm just gonna be I airspace just, right. I now. just fall around and say hello and welcome to once your eardrums get blown out, you'll know we're starting. Because <laughs> he always starts, hello and welcome. He always starts by yelling. <laughs> get going. Absolute silence. Hello. Yeah, exactly. Welcome. That's how it always sounds. Drinking sound. and geek out podcast. This <laughs> yep. is a show where we drink beer and talk about it, or geek out and talk about it. We Some changed it. Something. <laughs> We've changed it so many times. It's I don't know down. what it is. Can't help it.